Hey guys, it's Saturday, January 24th, and I promised to do this dating podcast yesterday. Sometimes I'll post my topic so that I am forced to be accountable. Um, if you ever struggle with accountability, sometimes that's just a really cool thing to do is sort of like tell people. And so I te- told over, I guess, what, 50,000 people that I would do this. So that really forces my hand when it comes to being accountable. So I wanted to get it done. I actually wrote this out. Um, when did I write this out? I wrote this out a couple months ago. And I guess because I've been sharing a couple more, I guess, date night photos on my Instagram. I've gotten lots of questions to my Ask FM. Um, some of them a little too personal. Some of them, um, I understand why you're asking me some of these questions. And so I decided to go ahead and do this today. Um, I am off to a little bit of a late start, so I am having my coffee. So if I take a few pauses, forgive me in advance. But this one is dating, you know, I'm so busy, when, what, where, how. Um, I've got five points and I probably will add some more things to this. So keep in mind, I wrote these notes out a while ago, so um, I don't know where my head's going to be on this, but I don't know um, how many of you have struggled or are currently struggling with dating. If you're in your 20s, which I know a lot of my girls are in their 20s or 30s or even older, Um, I am no different than anyone else when it comes to, you know, everyone telling us what we should be doing, the Steve Harveys of the world. And I like Steve Harvey. I think he's dope, you know, but it's like this think like a man business and so many men telling us what we should be doing. And so I want to say that like, this is all, um, I am not an expert. Okay. So this is definitely not a, my leaks an expert dating podcast. This is a, I'm sharing what I know and I'm sharing what I think may work for some people. Um, which is a lot different than, you know, let me tell you why you're wrong and you should be cooking and cleaning and all the other nonsense that I just don't agree with or believe in. All right. Number one is that I think I take it upon myself to reach out to some what I call mommy mentors or to create some mommy mentors. So there are some women in this, in this space that I work in that I truly admire because they are married. They are, they appear to be happily married. Um, they have children and they seem to be, you know, passionate about their work and seem to have been passionate about their work for a long time. And I imagine that I will probably always be passionate about my work. So, um, two mommy mentors are two women that I, you know, have taken it upon myself to try to establish some kind of, you know, relationship with, or just to be able to ask questions. One has been Lisa Price of Carol's daughter, who I feel like she just is getting it right a hundred times over. Um, and then Mahisha Dellinger of Curls, who I've had dinner with a bunch of times and ask a lot of questions about dating and, being married and being a mom and, you know, handling their careers. And they're always very like open and honest with me and, um, kind of just reassure me that you never really, you're never going to really have it all together or think you're going to have it all together. It's just like every, much like everything else, it's a day to day thing and how like the family sort of balance out their lives. And I've never gotten the feeling that that they felt like one was better than the other. Like, if you have this family, it's better than not. It's just more or less like if you make the choice to have a family, this is what um, it is possible. It is doable. You don't have to choose. You know, you don't have to pick career, 
um, over a family or anything like that. So that's always good to know. So if you are, you know, you really are a hustler and you really are about your business and you're really trying to figure out what the balance is, I would say to seek people or women who are managing to balance like love, life and career. And so that's why whenever people are reaching out to me about mentors, I'm always just like, you know, you are going to need like a bouquet of mentors. Like you're going to need someone that you look for your business stuff for someone who's just like your, you know, I have someone who really can just get me out of my own way very quickly. You need those kind of people. I have someone that I can go to that will always have the hard conversation, like not interested in what I want to hear, but it's always going to give it to me, give me the real. And so I think it's always, it's also good to just have some women that you may want to pattern your life after. Not like, oh, I want to copy this person a pound for pound, but like, I like this pattern. I would love to be able to like vacation with family or, or, or have a husband or maybe not even have kids, whatever it is you want to do. If you see somebody's life going in a direction that you like, kind of just, you know, get into their mindset, you know, how they make it work and that whole bit. Number two, which is my favorite one, is I want you to get healthy. And so I was thinking about this uh, after I posted it on Instagram and I was thinking about my getting healthy. And I was just like, imagine you were preparing for a marathon, right? You're going to run however many miles and you've done nothing. Imagine running a marathon with no preparation. Like you haven't started to do any practices, warm-ups, you know, test runs, diet, like I, I feel like relationships, you know, and if you want long relationships are similar to long marathons and many of us are getting into these, uh, relationships unprepared and unhealthy. And so health for me, uh, the way that I took some time to get healthy is I've shared with you guys, um, at nauseum that I, go to a um, therapist. And one of the main reasons why I was going to therapy, I still go, I go for a host of reasons. But one of the main reasons is that I felt like I kept dating the same person, you know, and I was just like, there's got to be some science to this. There's got to be some reason why I'm doing this. And why do I feel like this one particular kind of guy is always attracted to me. Like I felt like this guy was picking me. And, um, after I would say maybe seven or eight months in therapy, it might've even been a year. Um, I started to learn that, um, I was purposely seeking out men that were like my dad and my dad's cool, but you know, my dad, my parents relationship just wasn't that great. And what I was trying to do is not that it wasn't that great. It wasn't good. Um, and what I was trying to do was to pick men that were similar to my dad or what I thought he was doing and then change them. So what I learned over time through with a professional is that there is a formal thing that you call it and it's called repetition compulsion. And so have you ever sat with your girlfriends and been like, Oh my God, it's like, you know, I can't, you know, why do I keep picking the same guy? Or why does the same, you know, or, or married guys are always attracted to me. Like I've, I've heard so many girls say that, or this kind of guy is always attracted to me. That is not the case. A lot of times you are purposely seeking this person in an attempt to change a story in your life. And when I tell you that the unconscious and subconscious mind is so strong. Um, and you don't even know the kinds of things that you're doing. Um, it is so important. I knew 
at the rate that I was going, that it would be impossible for me to have anything close to a decent relationship until I did some work and got healthy. Um, I have communication on here, which I think is something that I struggle with a lot. And I know a lot of girlfriends do, you know, I've sat with my girlfriends over champagne talking about the way this guy's treating her and she's not going to say anything this time. And I'm like, you know what? Not saying anything in an effort to appear like you don't care or whatever. It's just really silly or waiting until it gets way out of control. And then now you're going off and looking crazy because that's the whole thing is men love to call us crazy. Um, not realizing that they've driven us to this point. But I think that a way that you can cut out a lot of these crazy moments is to just be upfront and honest as often as you possibly can. And if you, I currently do that. And it's like, whenever I'm not feeling something, I'm like, okay, I just want to say this. And I have found that like taking a break and saying, okay, I feel like you, when you don't do this, you know, or when you say that, it makes me feel like, you know, you are blah, 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 whatever. And I find that when I say it, as soon as I feel it, it is not as harsh or, you know, it's, it's a little softer and genuine and authentic and easier and more digestible versus letting it build up. So, um, you always want to get healthy, healthy, learning how to communicate. Right. Um, and then after you do all of that, the whole healthy thing is like health, making healthy choices, right? It's like going to a restaurant and the, the cheesy, buttery, salty, sugary, whatever, deep fried looks. Oh, so good. Same thing goes for the kind of guy that you're attracted to that you know is no good for you. Looks so good, but it does nothing for your body, right? Does nothing for your spirit, nothing for your soul. And you just start making healthy, making healthier choices, which may not look like you thought they were, right? So a lot of times our healthy choice may not look like the person that we thought we would be with or the person that we imagined ourselves being with, which is going to take me to number three, which is where I talk about you want to make sure you widen your dating pool, right? So, um, I mean, I don't have to, statistics show, and you know this, that uh, women of color, African-American women, um, are the, of all women, I don't know how to say this correctly, but will date out of their race the least. Like, that's a, that's a statistic, that's a fact. If it's wrong, you always know, ask FN me, tweet me, give me the truth. But I've done some research and if things have changed, I'd love to know. But African-American women, based on the research that I've done, are of all women date out of their race the least. Um, so we are tend to be more loyal where the same is not, the same thing cannot be said for African-American men. Um, and I'm not like, I really don't want to get into a, you know, a debate about who should be doing what and why someone's not doing this and that, you know, I really try to stay pretty level headed and just say, okay, if I know this, right, if I know this and I may feel this way, um, numbers are numbers. And I'm just by being a smart businesswoman, if I really want to have, um, the kind of life that I say I want, I am going to have to open myself up to, a myriad of different things. One might be age, you know, I may 
need to skate. I may need to open be to consider younger men, you know. Um, I may need to consider an older man, you know, a little bit older, a lot older, you know, whatever. It's like I think that every woman has to kind of find her fit. Um, there are some women I have a, a really good girlfriend who she's a little bit older than me and she consistently dates men. I don't even think she dates a man older than like 27. Okay. I'm 35. So it's like, she consistently dates like 25, 27. She doesn't date anybody over 30 and she's over 35. That's her thing. That's what typically works for her. Um, and I have some other girlfriends that, you know, they tend to scale up a bit. They like to date a little bit older. I like to date a little bit older. I've always been like kind of old, like, you know, mature, like I, I have a very sort of mature spirit. Um, things that I like to do are a little bit more on the older set, like things that I enjoy. Um, so I mean, but I've dated younger too, but you know, I just think that you got to like open up that, open up that, uh, that door a little bit more. Another thing is open it up to other ethnicities and races. You know, it's like, um, I have, dated you know someone wrote me the other day on my ask FM would I ever date a black man and I I really kind of chuckled because I'm thinking like a lot of people who are just getting to know me at 35 years old are making the assumption that I've never dated a black man before not really knowing that I have dated probably more black men than they know like I've dated a lot of black men and even though I may not share all of my dating experiences socially because I'm just not a huge fan of it um I pretty much, you know, I mean, I've been single for periods of time, but even in being single, I'm pretty much always doing something with somebody or hanging out with, grabbing a drink. I've always allowed myself to be open to date or open to experience. And so when I say open to date, I always crack up if I say date night and people are like, oh, you found love. Love is a wonderful thing. And I'm just like, I am like, I love dating at a snail's pace, okay? Like, I really like taking my time and getting to know people. And I enjoy um, courtship. I enjoy getting together, grabbing dinner, getting together and doing things. And so um, just because someone, you're dating someone, doesn't mean that like you're getting ready to traipse down the aisle or that you're madly in love. And I think that that was something that I had to learn. I talked to my therapist about, I'm like, you know, I would go out with guys and after I had gotten healthy, I start, you know, go out with guys. And I'm like, after a couple of days, I'm like, I'm not in love. And she's like, okay, that's okay. Like, you know, everything is not like 50 shades of gray. And even, let me tell you something. I love 50 shades of gray and I am I already got my tickets to see the movie. So if you're going to see 50 shades of gray movie, please tweet me. Like we can have a Twitter party about this. Like I really want to talk about that movie because I love the books. Uh, but She's like, you know, that kind of relationship is not real, my league. That's why, you know, it is doing so well. It's fiction. And I'm like, well, I would like to feel that. And so she just shakes her head. And so that has been a part of me getting healthy and growing up is realizing that this whole like that super lusty, hot feeling that you may get may not be the case on the first couple of dates, you know, or the first whole bunch. Um, and sometimes things take time. And so I've just given myself permission to take my time and to continue to go out with people, even though I'm like, Oh, I don't feel something, or maybe I'm not madly in love or whatever. Um, giving myself time to do that. Um, so for people who have wondered, have I ever dated black men? Yes, I've dated tons of black men. Um, I will continue to date 
people who pursue me that are attractive and the thing and that are nice and all that good stuff. And I don't care what you say or how you feel. Cute is cute. You know, if somebody's fine, you fine. And if a fine man is inviting me out to do really nice things, please understand that I will be going. Okay. So I'm always open to that. Um, and so, you know, like, uh, and this is something that I'm going to share and maybe this will help and for whatever your thoughts may be in the future with anyone else. Like, um, after I got really like busy with my business and I started traveling all the time and I just started doing a whole bunch of like work stuff, I would say that like 80% of my like life was just work. Right. And then I would take like vacations and for like two years, um, two for the last, like maybe two, two and a half years, I, would go places and I would never even see like a black man. You feel me? Like I would be at like a resort on a Tuesday in like Mexico and like I would never see uh, uh, rarely a black woman or a black man, you know? And so you think, okay, I'm on vacation for three days and I may meet somebody at the pool. That person's not black. And I'm just like, okay, this is okay, like I'll have a conversation and then maybe I'll fly somewhere and some guy will sit next to me and he happens to not be black, right? So it just, what happens is that over time, because I kind of like shied away from my personal life and was just doing all kinds of like professional stuff, I noticed that like my environment changed. Like all of a sudden it was just like more of one thing than another. Um, and I got really concerned about that. I talked to my therapist about it because I was just like, look, I feel like there's only one kind of man pursuing me right now. And like, what's up with that? And like, is it my environment? Is it me? Like, am I selling out like WTF? And, um, you know, I just was like, all right, I'm not going to like beat myself up about it. I'm not going to allow other people to beat me up about it. I'm going to just be open. And, you know, if this is how my life is, like where I'm at at this period of time, like I've been in different circles. And if I find myself, if I find this person attractive and I've dated some really cute guys, <laughs> um, then I'm just going to date them and see what's up and not like put too much pressure on. Are they this? Are they that? Are they tall? Are they short? Like if you're cool and if you're nice and if you are a healthy choice, then I'm going to give you a chance. And so all the guys that I'm dating or the guys that I date today are healthy choices. Um, number four is relax. We get so anxious and uptight about this. And I've just learned to just relax and not feel any pressure. And even when I, you know, was doing some online dating or just dating and meeting people, I was not, when I tell you that I had absolutely no anxiety um, on the first date, it's like, I don't even, because it's not that serious. It's like, I want to have some balance in my life and I would like to meet a nice person, but I, not so much so that I'm desperate, you know, um, take the statistics out of your mind. Everybody wants to tell you, you're not going to find anybody. Most black women don't get married. Blah, 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 blah. That's all crap. Like you are you and you are divine. You are perfect. You are different and you will do things on your own time. What they're not telling you is that, more black women have more opportunities than we've ever had before. And so guess what we're doing more than getting married. We're chasing these opportunities. So don't, you know, there's, there's always a few sides to a story. So kill the statistics. You know, they always talk about, okay, the unemployment rate's 10%. Guess what that means? 90% of people are employed, right? Don't focus on the negative, focus on the positive. You got this. Have fun. Um, and let me see what this says. Oh, and that sometimes you're just dating 
people for a purpose, not necessarily till the end. Maybe someone that you can, you learn to communicate better with or someone that you get better body acceptance with or everybody has their purpose, you know? Um, somebody that teaches you a couple of grown-up things that you may need to learn, right? It just, that's okay. And so just relax and have fun and everything doesn't need, you know, don't be so focused on is this my husband or is this the end or is this the one? It's just like, Am I the one? Meaning, are you the one? Are you always working on being the best you? And if that's the case, then you're good. Number five, this is the thing that I really want to like stress because I feel like not enough people talk about this. You have to make time for this, girls, okay? You have to make time. Um, the chances, especially with the rate of like where we are with um, cell phones and how fast the world is moving. You know, think about all the times you're walking through places with your head down on the phone or you're talking on the phone. You got their earbuds in, you're talking. Remember back in the day, like somebody could pull up in the car and try to talk to you. Now, between the phone going and the, and the Spotify going in the car, you got the music and the podcast playing. Some guy, you can't even get your attention. And so it has gotten so much harder to get other people's attention. So make time for dating. I say plan it. You know, so one thing that I did, um, I took a break from dating because I just, I needed one. Um, trust me when I tell you, I needed one. So I took a break from dating for like maybe, I would say a year. Um, and so for all of you who follow me on Instagram, all that awesome travel that I was doing, that was just me taking my break. Like, you know what? Um, I want a break. I want a break from from the stress and the drama. And I want to just take some time to focus on me and try to get this right, get healthy. I was like doing my, trying to figure out a way to fall in love with my life so much that um, if somebody came into it, they really were, they really were the whipped cream and the cherry on top, you know, versus being the whole Sunday. Like, you know, I wanted to make my life be the whole Sunday and some whipped cream and cherries as needed. Um, and I got to that point. And so that's what's made dating so much easier and nicer for me is that I am content. I am happy to live my life like as is. And it took me some time to get there. And so I took the time. But when I got ready to start back up, I said, okay, I planned it. I am going to commit to dating for 90 days. What does that mean? I'm going to get on the dating site. I'm going to get on Tinder. I'm going to get on this thing. And I am going to do it for 90 days. I don't care if I have 10 bad dates out the gate. I don't care if some guy sending me naked pics. You know, I'm going to delete it. I'm going to keep it moving because I'm committed to doing this. So set a time that you're going to stay on the site or you're going to stay committed to going out, you know, like you got to do it. And I, and I picked like late summer cause that's just an easier time for me. August, September is better for me. Um, another thing that I did is that I was like, I'm going to, to make dates for two nights a week. So when I was, you know, meeting bunches of guys, I would be like, okay, I will set aside two evenings um, just like I do my three mornings a week for exercise, I'm going to do my two nights a week dating exercise. And so think about that. Like you've got to get serious about this and you've got to get it on your calendar and you've got to follow up and you've got to make sure that you're getting out there and you're doing this because it's not going to work if you don't take this serious. Like the chances of your night and shining armor rolling up on a horse to your door are slim to none. You know what I mean? And it's, you know, everybody says you shouldn't worry about it. It's just going to happen. Like, okay, tell me how that's working for you. Right. Um, and the other thing is I always say, be honest about who and what you are. Like if you are dating, if you want to tell someone that you are looking to date seriously for you, you're looking for a long-term commitment and eventually marriage, say that up front. 
Because what that's going to do is filter out all the people that are not. If you are really just looking for a good time and you're like, you know what, I really don't know where I want to go with this. But as of now, I'm open to have a good time. Say that. Like, you don't have to. One thing I can't stand is for women to pretend like they don't want something because they're afraid that the guy's going to take them this and that. Uh-uh. Be who you are. Say what you want. Declare it early because that's going to be the best way to filter out who you don't need. Okay? There's no need you in trying to change somebody's mind or get them to change based on how good you cook and all this auditioning you're trying to do. Don't do it. Um, and finally, just be yourself. Like I think that so often we don't think we're good enough as is. You are good enough as you are. Does that mean you can't grow and learn and change and get better over time? Not at all, because that's what we should all be doing, whether we're in or out of a relationship. And so be who you are do what you like, continue to make time for yourself. Um, and I hope that this worked. Remember, like I said, a couple of podcasts ago, I always say when it comes to my podcast and my advice, take what you need and leave the rest on the floor. This is not always going to be, all of the advice is not going to apply to you. All of it's not going to be for you, but, um, I don't think that it hurts to share some of what I have experienced over time. So, um, as always, um, I appreciate you for listening. I still am working on something really fantastic for you. So I'm, I'm putting it out there. Just know that it's coming. Um, I appreciate the raves and reviews that you've given me on iTunes. That always, always helps. I appreciate it. And um, I'll talk to you soon. You can find me on AskFM backslash MyLeakTill. I love for you to ask me questions there because the um, questions, they stay there no matter what versus Instagram or Twitter. But you can always tweet me um, or shoot me an Instagram. If you have anything that you'd like to correct me, um, in this podcast, just hit me up. Bye guys. Have a good weekend.